0: Welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast where we talk about all things language and we share our enjoyment and love of language learning with you. Um, I'm Penny. And I'm Beck, And
1: we both live in Australia. Um, we both love learning languages and we love chatting
0: to each other about it. So we're definitely not teachers or experts or anything like that. We just love learning um, like you and we love talking to each other about how we're going with learning languages, and um, all our thoughts and experiences about language learning. So, today we have a very fun topic to chat about. One of the things that we find ourselves constantly talking about when we meet is um, TV. (laughs) Um, All the time. (laughs) All the time. I mean, we are very busy people, of course, and we don't spend all our free time watching telly, but (laughs) we do have a lot of... um, awesome things at our disposable these days as you all know um with all the streaming services um we can just access so much foreign language tv which you know is very exciting
1: it is it's really great i like i think back to 10 even 10 years ago but especially maybe about 15 years ago and just it used to be so much harder to find i mean you'd have to get things on dvd and when they were on dvd you know, they usually only had subtitles in English, so you couldn't get the native language subtitles, which is a bit less fun if you're learning, or at least I think it's a bit mm-hmm. less fun. The streaming services
0: have just changed everything. Sure has. And, yeah. you know, a lot of the stuff, especially that we're going to talk about today, is available for free as well. So you don't even need a, a, you know, a paying subscription if you're in Australia. So that's... So good. That is also another bonus. Um... So, Beck, I know that, um, you know, each time we catch up, we recommend a new show to each other, which I think is one of the (laughs) best things about having someone else that loves watching foreign language TV because you can get those recommendations and you know that it's going to be a good one
1: that's it and I have to I have to agree it's much more fun talking to you about these than a lot of my other friends because sometimes they they're sort of constantly making jokes about how I apparently don't watch any tv in English which is not true um <laughs> but I <laughs> I do find that they're often they're often sort of joking about that and um, they're telling me that I only watch SBS, I do watch a lot of SBS. Um, how good is it? <laughs> yeah, and amazing because their service is free. So yes. good. Um, yes. but yeah, no, I think we've we I feel like we've recommended and kind of swapped shows so many times. We have.
0: Yeah. I don't know. What may do there you think? Many more to come.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. It may it may there be many more to come.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, what have you been getting into lately? Is there anything that's been, I guess, you know, a standout for you this year? Well, I think probably the
1: last TV show that I watched in another language that I really enjoyed um, was The Bureau, um, mm. which is a, a French TV show in French. It's called Le Bureau des Légendes,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and that, I mean, I think it's there are. Maybe four or five seasons currently available. I think maybe a new one has just come out recently, which I haven't caught up on. Um, but I, I feel like I watched all of the seasons that were currently available online um, for free. Like <laughs> within about
0: two or three weeks. <laughs> and that's such a good sign. I think when you binge watch something, it, it shows. Yeah, uh, exactly. Really into
1: it. I was totally. I was totally sort of pulled into it and pulled into their world and for anybody who doesn't know it's about um I guess the the French secret service I think is probably the best way to describe them um and a particular there's sort of a main character um who you sort of follow his his journey there I I don't want to give away anything because it really is very good and it's really compelling um but suffice it to say there are there's a bit of travel in there, there is lots of good kind of secret, um, interesting sort of missions and stuff going on. Um, It is very much a a drama. Um, But what I also loved about it is although it is majority in French, um, there is quite a lot of Farsi in it as well, Mm. um, because quite a bit of it is set in Iran. um, And sort of a a smattering of a a couple of other languages in there too. But... um, yeah, I, I loved it. And as I was watching it, because there was quite a lot of it in Farsi, I was like, ooh, maybe it would be fun to learn some Farsi. <laughs> Not that wow. I've ever yep. approached a Middle Eastern language really at all. Um, but it just was testament to the fact that it was, it was interesting listening to another, another language within the French as well, yep. and also hearing French actors speaking Farsi.
0: Yeah, how good's that? That's which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, anyway, just more generally, it is a fantastic TV show. Just really compelling, um, really interesting storyline that completely draws you in.
0: Oh, that's cool. You know, it's on my list, and I haven't watched any episodes yet. But put aside some time. You're going to need a bit. On my list. Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) Um, Another French one that I actually watched last year. um, It's still available um, to stream on SBS though. Another French one, um, a political drama called Spin. Have you seen that? Oh, I haven't. The French title, and please correct me, or you can help me say it Les Hommes d'om- de l'Ombre.
1: It, close, so <laughs> Les Hommes de l'Ombre.
0: Les Hommes de l'Ombre.
1: <laughs> yep. Which means the, the men in the sh- the men of the shadow, it's kind of the men, the or the, men of the, the shadow, shadow. Okay. the shadow men, kind of, the, I, I'm not sure exactly how they would translate that, but it's sort of... Yes,
0: actually, I've got, literally, it says the shadow men.
1: The shadow men, there you go.
0: Yeah. So, it is, it's a political drama, it's about the, the PR and the comms team behind the president and the prime minister ah, and the political good. side in, in Paris. Yeah, yeah, there was a few series and I, I did really get into that last year, so... That was that could be another one that people was might be that, interested
1: in. Was that a bit of inspiration for you to start um, learning some French again? Because I know you've been sort of toying with um, a little bit of French yeah. lately.
0: I think you're right. I think when you, when you get into something and you look forward to watching it and you have that like semi-immersion experience for 45, 50 minutes when you watch yeah. an episode, I think you do. You really you start to appreciate how it sounds, you start to pick up words, you start to um get into it, you're right. And yeah, it could have been one of the reasons why. Um I have talked about and not done much not done much other than <laughs> okay. talking about getting back into French. <laughs>
1: but it is you're right I think that like the 45 minutes or half an hour or whatever you know however long the tv show is it's incredible to see actually how quickly you start to pick things up um and it doesn't because it really you wouldn't you wouldn't think that in potentially less than an hour you'd really pick up on anything especially if it's a a language that you don't know very much about like I know we're talking about French and both of us have had um you know varying levels of of experience with French but um you know even if you're like recently we watched uh I'm trying to think of what the film was called um it's escaped me but it was it was a film that was also in Farsi actually it was set in Iran and um Mm. I I mean obviously have next to zero experience um with listening to to Farsi apart from what I've listened to in um the Bureau and even in that, you know, hour and a half that we were watching the film, you start to pick up on the, you know, quite small things, even things just like yes and no, um, things that get repeated quite a bit, especially if there's some filler words sometimes as well.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: And I'm always yep. really kind of, I mean, astounded, I suppose, and, and surprised that even in that short period of time when you're not necessarily focused on it either. I mean, you're focused on the storyline and following what's happening, but even so, um, those those little things already start to kind of poke through and I feel like that's the that's just the beginning like it doesn't it doesn't yep. take much more from that to you know really start to be listening and understanding the expressions the
0: intonation yeah. the nuance right. of how people the speak rhythm and, and yeah. The, yeah. the melody yeah yeah no it is it is it's you know it's a language tool <laughs> I know but it absolutely is we're so lucky you know there was another show that you got me onto recently Yes. Um called Occupied. Ah, oh, Occupied. Oh,
1: yes. 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 <laughs> so good. I loved it for so both much of us because yeah. this was set
0: in Oslo. Um so, you know, the majority of the dialogue is in Norwegian. Yep. There was a smattering of Russian and English throughout the the series as well. Yeah. Um but yeah, the majority was in Norwegian. And for me, I think it was probably my first Norwegian series that I'd watched I think um, it was the
1: first Norwegian yes first would have been the first Norwegian series for me too but
0: what a cool sounding language
1: I completely agree if if this is any testament to how cool I thought Norwegian was when we were listening when we were watching Occupied I a couple of days later <laughs> downloaded Norwegian onto my Duolingo <sighs> profile did you oh well- <laughs>
0: There you go. You should you should write to the directors of the series and say, hi, "Hey hi. there,
1: yeah, hey, just uh, just letting you know, inspired me for. Like, obviously, I'm not I'm not learning Norwegian now, but it was it was kind of fun to just. I thought, look, wouldn't it be cool to just learn a couple of words? Like, I don't need to launch into sort of full blown commitment um, with with Norwegian, but I was curious. Um, And I started to – even when I was just playing around on Norwegian in Duolingo, there were definitely some things that I recognised even just doing that um, from the TV show.
0: Well, that's also really handy, isn't it? Well,
1: yeah. It can go both ways. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But again, not like full-blown commitment, just fun to kind of have a bit of a a dabble.
0: I think from a travel perspective too, it's – I mean, because, you know, these shows often feature such beautiful – Scenery and landscapes and shots and give you a different sense of perhaps what you have got in your mind about a country. And I've never been to Norway, um, but it's definitely sown a little seed that perhaps it could be a really awesome place to visit one day.
1: Yeah, that's right. And you know what I liked about Occupied as well? Um, And when you mentioned before, it sort of has a bit of Russian and a bit of English in it too, Um, was also the ease with which the characters... Actually, swapped between those languages.
0: You're so right. It was amazing. <laughs> it was wasn't really, it? Yeah. I know.
1: And I, you know, it, it is a political drama. Um, so we're dealing with people who are, you know, trained to be able to, um, to be able to converse and work in languages other than their mother tongue. Um, and we know that as well. The Scandinavians have a fantastic uh, reputation for their ability their ability to learn other languages. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, I loved seeing how with what ease the uh, politicians in this TV show were able to move between especially English and English and Norwegian.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, very, very impressive.
1: Yeah. Very fun Um, TV show. Highly recommended.
0: A recommendation. Now, I don't know if you've seen this, but one of my Spanish-speaking friends has recommended this to me, Um, Cable Girls, Las oh, chicas yeah. del cable, <laughs> um, and I know it's on Netflix. So this one's not on SBS. Yep. Um, but have you have you managed to catch any of that yet?
1: So I haven't yet, but I have spoken to a few people about it who have said that they loved it. So it's one hundred percent on my list.
0: Yeah, me too. And I haven't caught it yet either, but. Um, I think that could be another really good one, especially for Spanish Spanish learners. Mm. Um, and one that I I do know that you guys have watched was Money Heist. Oh yes, yeah. so actually <laughs>
1: Chris has watched it. Um, I actually I actually haven't. It's also on my list because um, I can't remember what how he got it through how he got through it so quickly. He was like maybe he had his wisdom teeth out or something and <laughs> had a couple of days off work. So I think that was how he got through it really quickly um but I haven't actually watched it yet so also still on my list but I've heard well it's great. I can
0: imagine how he got through it quickly because it is really addictive and yeah. it's it's I really enjoyed it yeah um you know and a whole the whole storyline is you know it's a bit crazy because it's about a massive bank robbery at the mint in Madrid and it's pretty full on and um <laughs> Oh, so I guess that, crazy.
1: that's the um, that's the origin of the the Spanish name, which is um, money money heist. Is not, exactly. So yeah. I'm guessing that is the mint. Is that yes, right? The,
0: the house of money. Yeah, the house of the house. Of-
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, because I guess the the translation there across the um, between English and Spanish has really they've really changed it. Obviously, I yeah, think Money the Heist sounds a The House yeah. of Money, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but again, another one on Netflix and of course with Netflix too, you can also choose to watch that in English um, rather than Spanish if you would like. And um, I imagine you'd
1: also be able to watch that with Spanish subtitles
0: as well. I imagine too, I didn't, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's the beauty, isn't it, of being able to switch around?
1: Absolutely. I just think it's changed. It's just totally changed things. It's great. I love it. You could even watch like some of these TV shows. If you wanted to try and like double practice two languages, you could watch Money Heist maybe with like French subtitles. See now, that's (laughs) like I know it's probably I I know. That's um, (laughs) yeah. I'm I'm probably getting a bit a
0: bit ambitious there. I don't. Why not? Why not? (laughs) Maybe on the second viewing.
1: I think been. they call it um, I think there's a there's a term for that it's called uh, I think laddering where like you um, use sort of a language that you're you've already learned or are also learning to kind of help you like to to, to double practice if that sort of makes sense do you see what I mean yeah. like you're sort of practicing them both at the same time by trying to trying to learn the one that's newest with yep. one that you still need to practice.
0: Well, I know a lot of people do that with apps, don't they? For yeah, learning vocab yeah, and absolutely. things like that on apps, you can yep. play around with with the language, the the input language, yeah, and the output language, yeah. Agreed.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like we can't talk about SBS and TV shows without talking about Kudam Fifty Six oh, and Fifty Nine. Yes, true. Again, another recommendation from you, Beck. <laughs> um, so I
1: actually and, haven't watched Fifty Nine yet. I've only, I've only seen oh, Kudam 56. Yeah, I'll have to, I've, I've, got, I've got all these things that I've got to watch. Remembering I'm going to find all the time, Penny. I don't know.
0: Just <laughs> we'll make time for this one. Um, well, i have to. So if you haven't caught Kudam 56 and 59, it is a German TV series set in Berlin in the 1950s and, um, the the storyline is about a mother and her three daughters who run a dance school and there's it just covers a lot of I guess topical kind of um, things that we are facing these days so about maybe domestic violence about politics politics about the fallout from the war um, marriage um, just a whole bunch you know career in entertainment its It's fantastic. The costumes are great. (laughs) The German's really cool. Um, The dancing's always a bonus. Um, Yeah, I just really loved it. And I think it's really great, or I found it great, to watch a German-language show that wasn't about the war um, and was about something that we could really relate to, even though Mm. it was set 50 years ago, 60 years ago, that there was so much relatability in the in the in the series so thanks again for the recommendation you're
1: you're welcome but yeah I obviously need to catch up on the most recent season um interestingly you bring up though like watching German TV shows that aren't about the war um because something that I really liked about Kudam 56 um was also that it was a really yeah it wasn't about the war it was very female focused um which I enjoyed too um, and that meant that the way that people, the kind of conversation that was coming up, obviously they were touching on a lot of topics, as you mentioned, um, that I suppose are a bit more relevant to um, to females, and especially cause it's in the, you know, the fifties, particular time. Um, but I often, when people have said to me in the past like, oh, you're learning German, why would you, why would you learn German? Um, and I, you know, they always say, oh, it sounds really harsh. Or um, it sounds it sounds really angry, um, which I find really strange. Because now, having studied German even a little bit, um, I I don't find it that way at all. And I certainly think that when you when you're hearing just regular people talk um, about regular things in regular daily life, um, they certainly don't sound angry all the time. Um, but lots of people's perception of German is that it has this really kind of negative aggressive um sound to it and i don't know if it's just because so many people have seen war related tv or films um that maybe have some german in them even if they weren't german sort of made um and so they've got this real yeah connection to to that um but Kudan 56 was really nice because it didn't you're right it wasn't it's not about the war um it is about these women and their everyday life at the time Um, and for me it was a good example of showing how you know it it really I I don't think it's aggressive at all
0: (laughs) yeah no I totally agree and you know I think people's perceptions of languages and and countries you know can be formed on small (laughs) small experiences that's right and so it is nice to have you know something you know you know set in a whole different way and you know experiencing the language from a different perspective exactly and you're right about the whole female perspective too because that makes a big difference mm, yeah so if
1: penny as a as a chinese learner and speaker um sorry I and mean i'm in mandarin chinese um i can only imagine that you have watched if you are the one yes
0: many times <laughs> actually had a few friends be contestants on the show too which is oh no way really exciting so yeah that's incredible um one of them got a date um, really they're no longer together surprise surprise oh, but no. anyway. <laughs> 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 um yes fei chang Rao, if you are the one um is i think one of china's most successful and high highest rating um tv shows and it is a dating show um Filmed in Nanjing, actually, which is the city that I first studied in, um, in kind of central central-ish China, near Shanghai, um, and it's I've had people say to me who who aren't Chinese learners, it's it's really eye opening to to watch it because the contestants are mainly you know in their twenties, they're young people and they speak very frankly about they do. how they feel about this potential person um, and they alternate between male and female contestants. Um, and, you know, some of the stuff that these people come out with just is, you know, gives you a bit of a laugh or gives you a bit of a shock. Right. And then you think, well, if we put it in a bit of context, maybe we can see where they're coming from. Mm. Um, but it is a bit of fun and... Um, It is good Chinese practice, actually, because a lot of the stuff they say is in short snippets. Yes. And um, you can get a real sense. And they're speaking really clearly as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And you get great exposure
0: to different accents because, of course, the people are from all over China. Of
1: course. Yeah. Um, So if they get
0: introduced, you know, you might have a, you know, Beijing contestant or, a you know a Guangzhou yeah. contestant whose first language might be Cantonese. And, yeah, that that's really interesting too.
1: Yeah, it's such Have a... Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, so we used to watch it. This is this is quite a long time ago now, but we used to live in a share house with a couple of friends of ours. Um, and we were all still just sort of finishing up uni. And at the end of um, – sometimes at the end of the day when we'd all be home um, after work or, or class or whatever, um, we'd turn on the TV. And we used to play it on, on SVS on the free-to-air um, channels at, like – six or something so yes. like you know the kind of like evening evening time just as you're like thinking about cooking some dinner maybe um and so we'd all we'd all hang out and sort of and watch it then and we used to love it like i mean, they're only half hour episodes I think um but I used to just find their I suppose their honesty and their frankness so interesting like just all of their you're right it's an eye-opener I think into sort of priorities and things that are important sometimes in in relationships, but um, also one thing that I always used to find really particular was how often their parents used to come up, like in in the discussion. Obviously, the parents aren't there on the show, but um, the sort of the view that parents might have of a relationship used to come up all the time.
0: Yes, and also related to that is about where, if the couple got together, where they would spend New Year, because this oh. was a big a big deal. Um, where you know traditionally the the woman's parents you know wouldn't see them as much as the ma- the husband's parents oh, and so they would okay. prioritize spending things like Chinese New Year with them right and because a lot of people were from you know so far away cities are so you know far away in China um, yeah that planning things like China's New Year Holiday is a logistical nightmare and you know that came up a bit when I watched it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's interesting." I suppose as couples, we talk about Christmas a lot, don't we? Like, you yeah, know, I suppose it that's Christmas true. with your in-laws this year? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, so interesting.
1: But yeah, real yeah, real eye-opener into that if, world. If
0: you are interested in seeing a dating show with parents, there is <laughs> there is the <a> Chinese <laughs> uh, show on SBS. <laughs> that's <laughs> the a translation. Thing? <laughs> I think is called Chinese Dating with Parents. Oh <laughs> my god, that's Yeah, Um, and I think the translation is more literally um, something like Chinese style blind date. Okay, But the parents are the ones who are asking these prospective men and women questions and trying to tee them up with their kids. And um, yeah, it's a different format, but it's equally as hilarious
1: <laughs> it's, it sounds hilarious but is that is that approaching like kind of an arranged arranged style sort of I don't know dating situation
0: <laughs> yeah a little bit I mean the the kids or the the yeah I guess kids um yeah. still get you know right of reply and they don't have to you know say yes or no yep. but I think um it plays into that you know how important parents' um, opinions of course. and and those kind of things are. And and they're, you know, really blunt, just like on the yeah. other show. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. And, of course, it's all TV. So, yeah, you know, of course. the bluntness is there for... For in, ratings, so in,
1: uh, Chinese, with a <laughs> in Chinese dating with parents, do they get a cruise at the end if they successfully tee off a date? Which is is Look, that what they get in um, in If You Are the One? I yeah, feel like they get yeah.
0: a trip to like um, I don't know, if it was in the Maldives or somewhere like yeah. that. Um, I know on the the parents one that sometimes they get um, things like pairs of, pairs of shoes and stuff. I don't know what the young <laughs> couple gets. That's a good question. I know. Something, I feel like
1: there has to be a mean Hopefully something good like
0: a Moldavs <laughs> trip. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, haven't we covered a lot of TV ground Oh, my goodness. I know we have.
1: And I feel like we haven't even touched the surface. There are so many other TV shows that I feel like we, we could talk about. Maybe that'll be for another time.
0: I know. Well, there's lots more on my list. And actually, we've probably got lots more to watch as well. Ah, true.
1: True, 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 yes. Um, and I think I've and already got four or five on my <laughs> that I need to highlight on my already long list of things to watch.
0: If you're listening to and you do have a recommendation or a show that you have absolutely loved, whether it's on SBS or something else, please get in touch. We would love to know, as you yes. can tell. We love watching. Um, Telly, not just, you know, we we call it study. We call it work. Homework. Yeah, that's it.
1: That's it. Best best kind of study there is.
0: <laughs> so thank you so much again for joining us on Language Chats today. Um as some of you may know, Language Chats is part of a larger project that Beck and I started um in late 2018 called Language Lovers AU. Um, so Language Lovers AU, we're building a community of people who are just like us, interested in languages in Australia. Um, so please check out our website and subscribe to our mailing list at languagelovers.com.au.
1: You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at uh, languagelovers.au for Instagram um, and just language AU on Facebook and please leave us a review it really helps other language lovers find us um so other people who might be interested in the same things that we are but we'll see you next time thank you see you next time bye bye